Now that's what old Stephen said on the book of Acts after they had stoned him to death. He said, I'll see Jesus. Just before the breath went out of him, he said, I'll see Jesus. He said, standing, not setting, but he said, standing the right hand of the Father. I believe he's standing this morning, don't you? I believe he's standing this morning. I believe he's looking down on his church, down on his people this morning to see how they're going to act and see what they're going to do. And I said, when I come in here this morning, I come ready to praise the Lord. I still feel ready to praise the Lord. And I'm going to praise the Lord before anybody else does or not. I'm going to praise my Jesus this morning. Why? Because He has done so much for me this morning. Uh, and because He's worthy to be praised. Uh, Tony has a good Sunday school lesson. done a good job in it. Uh, and, uh, but you know, uh, 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 the Bible says we are what we speak. The Bible says we have power over the enemy. We just don't speak it. We go through a lot of storms and through a lot of battles, which we're going to go through them. But we go through a whole lot of things for too long or for a time because we won't speak out who we are. The Bible says that we need to speak it out to the devil. If we don't let the devil and speak it out to the devil, then, you know, the devil thinks we're on his side. I believe it's time the church stands up and shows the devil just which side they're on. Hey, man. You know, I was sitting there and I was reading this week and I thought I had a sermon and I thought I had another and, and I did. But something kept inside me, really, Something inside me just didn't feel right, Dean, because it just didn't feel like that was really what God wanted to go with this morning. And so I just kept searching and searching, and I knew God would make it pretty plain, and He did this morning, to where that He wanted to bring His message from. This is God's message, not mine. You know, Paul said... To the church at Rome, and I preached it here the other Sunday. He said, I had to receive it from the Lord before I could give it to you. Us preachers cannot give you what we have because it won't do you any good. So we have got to study, and the saying is, you've got to put it in here before it comes out here. And so... I got to thinking about some things, and I read, and I read, and I read. And I come over there in Psalm 63, and I begin to say that. I believe if there's ever a time that we've lived in, I believe it's a time that we need to encourage people instead of putting people down. The church has been through a storm and still going through the storm. But I believe the more we praise God in this storm, I believe the sooner we'll get through it. Oh, yeah. Amen. God don't like a church. He don't like a child of His. Enough. He don't like to hear them grumble and gripe about what all's going on bad in the world. Uh, 
and telling the world how bad it is. Uh, hey man, instead of us uh, uh, getting our mindset on how bad the world is, uh, we need to have a mindset uh, of how good heaven's going to be uh, when we get there. Hey man. I don't know where anybody in this house is excited about what's going on in this building or not, but I am. Is anybody else excited about what's happening? I've never seen the Spirit move as long and as strong as it has in the last month, a half, or two months. I mean, it's just not here. I mowed the yard the other day, and I mowed twice this week. I got excited because I found out I can really talk to the Lord when I'm outside working. Amen. And I ain't a bit ashamed to stop when the Holy Ghost gets through me, uh, no matter where I'm at, uh, and just stop that old boy and just raise my hand and say, Lord, I want to thank you because I am able to do this this morning. The problem with us is, and the reason that we've lost the joy of our Lord, uh, you know, uh, Is we get our we all got go through troubles and trials, hey man. We all go through sickness and sorrow. We all go through death. Uh, These things are going to happen. God did not promise us uh, that we wouldn't be sick forever now and then. Uh, He did not promise us, uh, you know, that we wouldn't have a battle uh, ever now and then. Uh, He didn't promise us, uh, uh, you know, that Satan won't come and tempt us uh, because that is a sure fact. Uh, He's going to come and tempt every one of us. Uh, But I believe what the problem is uh, is the reason the church has lost their power, uh, so many of them have today, uh, is simply because uh, they've got their eyes uh, all from the Lord uh, and got them on uh, the world out there. Somebody give God a hand of praise in here this morning. I believe if we would praise God more, I believe God would do more. Woo! God, that feels good. Try it sometime. I believe if we're going through these storms, going through these sicknesses and so on and so forth, I, and you know, let me tell you something, a lot of these sicknesses is of the devil. Amen? Amen they are the devil. And I think God allows sometimes for things to happen in our lives, as the brother said this morning, to get our attention and wake us up. When I went through two and a half months there, and a couple months there, I didn't know where I was going to live or where I was going to die. I didn't know. But I know either way, I was going to be with the Lord. Amen. I was going to be with the Lord. People will say, well, and I've had people in church to say, well, I just don't feel like standing and praising the Lord. I just don't feel like raising my hand. I just, boy, I've got arthritis so bad. No wonder some of you got arthritis so bad, uh, you don't ever move around, hey man. We come into church and we sit there like we're dead, like the old saying is, dead lies falling off of us. When we ought to be standing up and giving God a hand of praise and waving them hands, uh, exercise is good for you. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah! Woo! 
<laughs> Sometimes we ask God for things that we don't need. God knows we don't need them. Because he done told us, he said, I know, I know what you need. You don't know what you need. I know what you need. He said, I will meet your every need. Now, I'm not going to give you everything you want because if God gave us everything we wanted, then we would die and dry up spiritually and wouldn't have nothing to praise God for. Be all right if I preach for a few minutes. <laughs> Psalm 63. Man, I just got so blessed when I read this. It is a psalm like I don't think no other psalms like it. Because this psalm, let me read you. Now, David was in the wilderness in Judea. Now, listen here. It says, The location of the writing of this psalm is described generally as in the wilderness of Judah. Unlike many of the psalms written in these dire situations, however, this psalm is this psalm is overflowing. Listen to this. This psalm is overflowing with thanksgiving uh, rather than lament and petition. In other words, uh, this is different. Uh, the Bible says here uh, it was overflowing with thanksgiving. Uh, Instead of going to God uh, and crying out to God over his trouble and over his trials, amen. Uh, and the Bible said the first uh, 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 verses uh, uh, 1 and 2, uh, it says David declares, uh, listen to this, his longing uh, for spiritual renewal. Uh, i got to stop right there for just a minute. Uh, David in verse 1 and 2 here, uh, he was saying what he was saying uh, he was praising God uh, and asking God for a spiritual uh, renewing. Uh, I want to tell you, brother, uh, I believe today that we live in, uh, I believe the church, all of them, uh, and that's including us today, uh, I believe we need a spiritual uh, renewing. Amen. Uh, you say, what are you talking about? Uh, I believe we need to get out uh, of this old dead, draggy uh, Christian life that we're living in uh, and get a good dose of salvation uh, and get up. Uh, Every now and then off them pews, uh, we've got too comfortable uh, in the house of God. Uh, we've got too lazy uh, to stand up uh, and praise God. Uh, tell the preacher, uh, boy, that was a good sermon. Uh, what did you let him know is a good sermon? Uh, not just for me, uh, but do you ever give God a hand of praise uh, and say, thank you, Jesus. Uh, not thank you, Ralph Foster. Uh, see, it's not about me, uh, but it's for me. Uh, Hey, man, just as it is for you this morning. People say, well, uh, God just don't do nothing for me. Well, what do you do for God? See, the church today, I'm talking to the church today, not just this church, but I'm talking to the church out there. Some of them preachers say, well, I don't like that kind of preaching. Turn me off. Isaiah said to Israel one time, he said, Israel, you've forgotten how to worship the Lord. Somebody help me preach this morning. The churches have forgot how to worship the Lord. People say, why can't we have church like we used to when grandma and grandpa went to church? I'll tell you why. 
because we've lost the joy of the Lord. We've got it too easy where they had to sit on old plank benches or a lard can or something in a corner. But them people went there for one thing and that was to praise the Lord. And now then, we want to praise everything else except our maker this morning. Hallelujah. David was praying or asking God for a spiritual renewal. You say, what in the world's that? You just need to get back to God. You know, the Bible tells us that He will renew our spirits every day. I've got to have mine renewed every morning. I say, God, renew my spirit for what I may face today. But Lord, no matter what I face today, if you'll give me a renewal of a new spirit this morning, then I can face anything as long as you're in front of me to clear the way. Amen. Sometimes we get our mind. Sometimes we get our mind on the situation we're in. And we let our mind dwell on the situations we're in, trying to figure out the situation we're in. And we only get deeper and deeper and deeper into it. So we get our minds and we dwell upon these situations that we're in instead of um, when we try everything and we just seem like, Brother Mark, just seem like we get deeper and deeper in and deeper and deeper in, Brother John. But let me tell you, we need to quit thinking about the situations we're in as much uh, and start thinking about the one uh, who can solve the situation we're in. Well, glory! God, I love people. <laughs> David said, Oh God, thou art my God. Early he said, Will I seek thee? My, my soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power, and listen to this. He said, I want to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. What David was saying, David was in a situation. Uh, he was out there in the wilderness. Uh, amen. There wasn't no sanctuary. There wasn't no churches there. And David said, I long to see it uh, in the wilderness, Lord. Uh, I, re- I, I need a renewal here, Lord. I need to still see the glory of God uh, here as I have seen it uh, in the sanctuary, uh, as I have seen it in the temple. You know, it's easy sometimes uh, to come in uh, and praise God around with a bunch of people, uh, but it's sometimes uh, it ain't that easy uh, when you're out here by yourself uh, and you're going through situations. Uh, I think about a story over uh, 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 there uh, in the book, I believe Genesis, where, uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 the one that led Israel out, what was his name? Who? Moses. Uh, oh, Moses. Uh, 
when he was on a journey there uh, and he run up into a battle uh, and the Bible said uh, as long uh, as he uh, stood on the hill uh, and raised his hand and praised God uh, the battle uh, he was winning the battle uh, but the Bible said hour went by and hour went by uh, and the Bible said his arms began to get weak uh, amen uh, and he began to let them fall uh, and let them fall he couldn't hold them up no longer uh, but when he started to fall the battle changed and Moses' army began to lose the battle and Aaron and another brother I believe it was said let's go up and help him and the Bible said they went up and one got him with one arm and one got him with the other arm and they put his arm back up and the battle changed and he went back to fighting the battle I need somebody I said I need somebody brother Dean us preachers do to hold up our hands uh, in the battles, uh, hey man, that we're going through. Uh, well, glory to God. Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> he said, I want to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. David has seen him. Have you ever been in the house of God and seen a moving of the Holy Ghost? Have you ever been in the house of God and see it when everybody was into it? When they forgot about their eyeshadows melting. They forgot about their lips melting. They forgot about their rouge and all melting. They forgot all about that. When the joy of the Lord moved in and people began to mind the Holy Ghost. And they begin to weep. Uh, and they didn't care what they looked like. Uh, they didn't care what they looked like. Uh, hey, man. Uh, they was feeling good. Uh, they was feeling something uh, inside. Uh, they wasn't worried about the outside. Uh, they was worried about the inside. Uh, that's what we need to worry about is the inside. Uh, not how we look outside, but how we feel inside. Uh, and when people begin uh, to move and the Holy Ghost begin, uh, and it might start over here, uh, and then it happen back there, uh, and then back coming, and then up here and then here and here and all of a sudden man it was just like a thunderstorm I mean Jesus rolled back I said Jesus rolled back the blankets of heaven and man he just poured it out on all of us have you ever had an out there and a pouring of the Holy Ghost fall on your life a lot of people ain't experienced that and the reason they haven't experienced because they've got too much pride to stand up and give God praise, amen. 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 Woo! (laughs) God, I feel good this morning. Lord, I praise you that I've lived to see the sun of another day. Lord, I praise you uh, that I'm still breathing. Uh, Lord, I praise you uh, for my family. Uh, Lord, I praise you uh, for my church family. Uh, Lord, I praise you uh, for everything uh, that you've done for me. Uh, Lord, I praise you. Uh, and boy, I'll get old Arthur. Uh, I'm moving good. Uh, and before you know it, uh, I'm up a walk in the floor uh, and a kicking up my heels uh, and a praising the Lord. Amen. You ought to try it sometime. See, you're going to go through a little suffering if you're going to receive the blessings of God. Amen. Here he said, To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. 
Listen to this. Why? Because thy loving kindness is better than life. Does anybody love Jesus more than they love their own life? He loved us more than he owned his own life. What about us this morning? Because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. What in the world do you think Jesus gave us this mouth and these lips for? To talk about people, to talk about the church, to talk about the preacher? He didn't give us these lips, my Lord, to, to go out and talk about our neighbors uh, and talk about everything else uh, and to find fault with everything else. He said, David said, uh, you give me these lips uh, and I'm going to praise you with them. That's what we need to use these lips for. Somebody need to say, praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Thus will I bless thee while I live, I will lift up my hands in thy name. What did I say a while ago? The Bible tells us, we go to the book of Timothy. The Bible says, we need to lift up these feeble hands that hang down. Did you ever see Christian just go around? Oh, I'm just having such a bad day. Lord, nobody don't love me. Lord, I don't know what I'm going to eat for supper. Lord, I just don't know what I'm going to do. When the Bible's done told us that we'd praise Him, He said, I'll meet your need. I don't worry about it. People worry more about their money than they do about going to hell. That's why the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. You say, preacher, that's hard. Mark said it's the truth. And what does the Bible say about the truth? It says the truth will set you free. People say, well, I ain't got probably maybe $10 in my pocket. He ain't saying nothing about how much you got or how little you got. You can love that $10 in your billfold better than you love God, and that's, and that's a true one of God. You love him better than you do God. Some people worry themselves to death to be a millionaire. Works themselves to death. Don't enjoy life a bit. And then they get old and they've made a million dollars then they worry about having to spend a little of it. Hey, some people would rather die and go to the doctor and give the doctor a doctor bill to spend their money. That's how much they're in love with their money. Nothing wrong with money. It don't say it's wrong. How I've had people say, well, the Bible says the rich man can't go to heaven. Well, no, that ain't so. The rich man over the book of Luke didn't go to heaven. It wasn't because he was wealthy and so on and so forth. It was just because he didn't know Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. People say, well, hey, Jesus, Brother Ralph, you preach out and talk about all time. If he's that good that he died for our sin, if he's that good of Jesus, uh, then he won't send me to hell. I got so I say, people, you're right. Jesus don't send nobody to hell. If you go to hell, you'll go on your own. <laughs> Say, God, preacher, don't talk like that. Don't tell me. I don't need to hear that. Tell me that I can do anything. Jesus loves me and Jesus won't send me to hell. Jesus won't send you to hell. You'll send yourself to hell. There's a lot of people on hell today just simply because they won't accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. 
I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, bad mistakes, Brother Dean. But I'm going to tell you something. Back in 1983, April of 27, I just had a new birth that day. Back in 1983, I've made a lot of bad mistakes in my life, but I made one of the best ones that day that I've ever made when I accepted Jesus Christ, Brother Paul, to come in and be Lord of my life. I said, Tony, this morning, because I didn't know Tony last night where I was going to be at this morning. And I just come up with that verse 5 there, my soul shall be satisfied as with moral and fat. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Now, he just didn't say that to me. He's saying that to all of us. Amen. Church, we need to come through them doors up there and leave all our problems and trials outside. And if you can't leave them outside, the Bible says, bring them up here and leave them. Don't wait till an invitation comes and the preacher says, if you've got a need, bring it up here and leave it. If you've got a need, the preacher don't need to tell you to come and leave it. Jesus has already told you to come up here and leave it at this altar. Amen. And the trouble is, a lot of times, Brother Mike, we will bring our problems and leave them with God while we're on the altar, but when we get up uh, and go back to our pew or leave the building, uh, we get take them with us this morning, hey man. Let's quit worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. The Bible says tomorrow will take care of itself. It'll take care of itself. It says we've got enough troubles to take care of today. We've all been through a storm here the last year and a half, a year and three or four months. Church has been in a storm. I've been in a storm as a pastor. God, I've missed my people much, my church so much. I don't know if y'all miss me or not, but I come over several Sundays and Facebooked up here and look back over the crowd and be my wife sitting there and Connie Kemp sitting here and Daryl back there in the sound system preaching to four people and that was all right. But I know there's a lot of watching on the Facebook. But let me tell you something. It ain't the same. Y'all may have seen me on the Facebook, but I couldn't see y'all. And I missed you. And I want you to know I missed you. And I love you. And I'm so excited to be back in God's house and be back with his people. Let's just praise the Lord, church. When we come to church, let's just praise the Lord. What do you say? Let's, let, let's, let's, let's get in the spirit of worship before we ever leave home. You can't wait till the service and wait till the preacher gets done with the service before you decide to praise the Lord. I like this. I believe he desires our praise more than anything else. You say, what do you mean, Brother Ralph? I mean, he wants to hear from us. He wants us to give him praise and glory, don't he, says. He took care of us. Took care of us. Let's quit getting up in the morning, especially if you're listening out there. And I know these sons say, well, I just listen to it in church, listen to it on the Facebook. So I'm saying, well, I just lay in the bed and take it easy and watch you on the Facebook. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Well, why? I'm watching it on Facebook. I don't have to clean up and take a bath and get my car and go to church. I don't have to do all that. I just stay here at home, lay in my lounging clothes and just watch it on You may just be seeing me, but you don't see everybody else out here, how they're enjoying it. 
There's a big difference, ain't it? And I've had them come back that did watch Facebook, and I mean, you know, when that COVID's so bad, and that's fine, that's all right. But they've coming back, and they're coming back, and they're coming back. And they say it was all right, but it ain't like being there. There's nothing like being in the midst of God's people. I was so excited yesterday morning, Brother Dean, when them men started coming in. <laughs> I didn't, I tell you, just the first one back, and I guess my faith was a little weak too. I thought, well, they probably won't be over eight or ten here. But boy, when I got here and they started coming in, started coming in, and I just said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Had a good prayer and a good fellowship. It's good for brethren to dwell together. It's good for the sisters to dwell together and do what they do. God is blessing his people. Anybody reckon that God is blessing his people, brother? Marty, he's blessing us. What are we doing? What are we doing to bless him and to praise him? Let's get a mindset. We're going to go to church every time that we can go to church. Let's quit making excuses. Or let's, quit, let's quit allowing the devil to give us an excuse not to come to church. And this excuse, well, I just don't feel like it. Well, the Bible says we don't walk by feelings, we walk by faith. And the devil will tell every one of us, he'll try to give us an excuse why we can't go to church. You say, well, I'm a Christian. Them's the kind he don't want going to church. <laughs> Amen? Them's the kind he don't want going to church. Let's put forth a little effort. Let's sacrifice just a little bit, all right, to come to God's house. How many is glad that you're able to come back into God's house today? Praise be the name of the Lord. Well, time is running out here. Now, I never did get to the message. Maybe I'll preach it some other time. <laughs> but God is so good, ain't he? I'm excited. I really am. I'm excited, John, what God's doing here. And they, some of you don't realize what God is doing. And they're missing out on the blessing. Because they're not wanting to be part of it. I want to be a part of anything God's people are part of. Because I know there's going to be a blessing. Amen. See it. Stand with me this morning. They come get us home. If you're going through a situation this morning, we will invite you to come up. I still believe in anointing and I still believe in prayer. I believe it's the most, most powerful weapon we have is prayer. And if you can believe God can do anything, I'll believe God with you. He can do anything. If you want to come up and you want us to pray with you this morning, we'll be glad to do it. The ball is in your court, so to speak. I don't know your need unless you are not saved. If you're not saved, you need Jesus this morning. But just because we're saved don't mean that we don't have any it means that we need prayer. We need help. And just as, just as Moses needed somebody to lift his hands up, sometimes we need people to lift us up. You don't have to be a preacher either to have that need. If you need somebody to lift your hand this morning and help you go through what you're going through. So these preachers come up here, across the front here. We want to invite you to come on. And, as they sang this song, if you've got a need, come right on up here. We've got people to pray with you.